You're listening to AIB Market Talk with our latest financial market update. Hello and welcome to our Market Talk podcast. Today is Tuesday the 8th of March. I'm Stuart Banks from AIB Treasury and as usual I'm joined today by John Fahey, AIB Senior Economist to discuss the latest market developments. John, Russia's invasion of the Ukraine and the ensuing humanitarian crisis is obviously impacting financial markets. Can you outline the current position for our listeners, please? Yes, Stuart. Uh, so, very volatile week uh, last week uh, on markets. They're struggling to reassess the implications of the war in Ukraine, not to mention, as you say, the major humanitarian crisis uh, that is unfolding there as each day passes. So, what we saw last week was, was a risk-averse mood uh, on markets, you know, a lot of nervousness. It was especially evident on European markets uh, because Europe and the Eurozone and European companies are, are more exposed to uh, Russia and the crisis in the region <clears throat> compared to the US. Uh, so that was reflected in the equity market performances last week. So in Europe, uh, your main one of your main benchmarks, the Eurostox 50 index, uh, was down over 10% in the week. In contrast, on Wall Street, there was still a bit of risk aversion, but not to the same extent. Uh, the S&P 500 was down by uh, less than 2%. So it's a risk-averse mood, very much the dominant theme, but there is a bit of a divergence in performance. And aside from equity markets, uh, you know, the big thing at the moment is what's happening in commodity markets, oil, natural gas, wheat, you know, continued spike higher in commodity prices uh, on the back of, you know, the implications of what's happening there and the economic sanctions uh, put in place. Uh, and we saw that as we started this week in terms of, you know, reports that the US was talking to its allies and pushing for economic sanctions on, on Russian energy uh, exports. Now, that would have a bigger impact uh, on the Eurozone, those type of sanctions, uh, than it would have on the US. So, you know, we started Monday morning uh, looking at overnight action, which saw oil prices uh, move higher again, trade as high as over $130 per barrel, uh, Monday night, overnight. And John, in terms of um, exchange rate movements, what are we seeing at the moment? What we saw last week, for much of the week, was specific weakness on the part of the euro. So I mentioned there about how the eurozone, in terms of geographic exposure and linkages, has closer ties to Russia than elsewhere. Now, at the same time, the level of trade is still relatively low, but it's still higher than when you compare it to the US or the UK. And what's happened in markets is that... Uh, Markets have started to call into question whether or not the ECB will hike at all this year. Uh, So before the war started and before it escalated, uh, markets were pricing in the ECB increase in interest rates by around 50 basis points. In other words, the deposit rate getting back to to zero by the end of the year. In the last two weeks, as, as things have escalated and deteriorated, you know, the market's you know only pricing in maybe 15 to 20 basis points. So really the market's now calling into question whether the ECB will actually hike rates uh, at all this year. In contrast, the market still believes that the Bank of England and the US Federal Reserve will hike interest rates in in March. So what you have there is uh, interest rate differentials coming into play in terms of how they're impacting the currencies. Uh, So in uh, relative terms, eurozone swap rates have fallen much more uh, than market rates in the US or the UK. So that's weighed on the euro. And then over the weekend, what we saw uh, with the what I mentioned earlier around you know the discussion around potential sanctions that the US said it was discussing with its allies uh, on uh, oil or other uh, Russian energy exports, we saw further about a risk aversion kind of as we started the week here on European markets yesterday. Uh, so on the back of that, we saw the dollar 
gain further. So that was reflected in the fact that euro dollar traded to a low of, of 1082 uh, as we started Monday morning. And cable in terms of sterling against the dollar fell below the, the 132 level. Uh, so those are two key dynamics at play in currency markets at the moment. There's, there's some euro specific weakness because the market's assessing eurozone closer economic links versus elsewhere to the crisis and the more exposure it has and then the follow through that that means for central bank policy vis-a-vis the ecb versus the bank of england and the fed in other words evolving interest rate differentials and then the second aspect is the fact that there's increased bouts of risk aversion and volatility sees safe haven currencies such as the dollar uh, gain and be in demand on the back of a flight to safety so those two dynamics combined uh, are reflective in the fact that you know we started last week uh, close to the 112 mark in terms of euro dollar whereas we started this week close to the 108 so pretty substantial downward move in level terms uh, of the euro against the dollar on the back of those two key dynamics some euro specific weakness but at the same time uh, some outright dollar strength on markets too and john you touched on it there briefly in terms of global interest rates and the ecb perhaps pairing back um, in terms of rate hikes. Is it is it likely that the Bank of England and the Federal Reserve will continue to hike at the pace market thinks? Well, so the market has reassessed. So the market still thinks that you're going to get a number of rate hikes from both the Bank of England and the Fed uh, this year and into the first half of next year. It has pared back a little bit, uh, their rate expectations. So previously, the market was probably closer to 2% where those rates would peak out. Uh, it's probably come back by maybe around 20, 30 basis points, what it, what it expects from the, the Fed at, at least, less so from the Bank of England. So when you look at futures contracts, uh, the market now thinks that the Fed will probably peak in terms of its interest rates somewhere closer to you know, 1.5 to 1.7% around the middle of next year. Uh, the Bank of England is expected to peak just below two percent, uh, close to one point nine percent, as we move to twenty twenty three. So, the bigger impact and the bigger reassessment by markets around expectations has been focused on the ECB. It still thinks that, in terms of in the immediate term, you're going to get a rate hike from both the Bank of England and the Fed. So they both meet uh, the week after this, and they're expected to hike respectively by 25 basis points uh, whereas the market's now less and less inclined to think that the ECB uh, will hike rates uh, as we move over the course of this year uh, so you know from to answer your question yeah the market still thinks you're going to get a number of rate hikes uh, from both the Fed and the Bank of England uh, over the next 12 months. Okay and, and sticking with the ECB John uh, due to meet this week um, what can we expect from them and is there anything else our listeners should look out for? Yeah, so in terms of this week, uh, obviously, you know, markets and reaction and sensitivity is is to developments in relation to the war in Ukraine. But in, uh, on the schedule events perspective, key thing is the ECB meeting. Uh, it's a crucial meeting. And, you know, really, when you look at the outlook for the euro, uh, you know, monetary policy and the evolving uh, nature of ECB policy versus the Fed and the Bank of England is going to have a key bearing on the euro's performance. Uh, and... What we saw in the last meeting from the European Central Bank, they edged towards taking this first steps uh, in, you know, starting to change tactile monetary policy. They were no longer ruling out uh, interest rate hikes this year. So that was a significant change uh, in their previous meeting uh, in February. However, uh, given the level of uncertainty out there, uh, we think that the ECB will refrain from giving any clear policy guidance uh, at this week's meeting on Thursday and in the press conference. 
Thursday lunchtime. So what that would do is that would uh, validate the market's skepticism over the extent that you will get rate hikes uh, from the ECB this year. As I said, you know, the market before the war started, the market had 50 base points of tightening priced in from the ECB. It's now got maybe roughly 15 to 20 basis points. So it's really calling into question uh, whether you will see a rate hike from the ECB this year. So we don't expect, because of the uncertainty out there and the difficulty now for central banks uh, dealing with how uh, they assess the policy outlook given the escalation of the war and the impact that has, we expect the ECB will, you know, allow itself plenty of flexibility and and not pre-commit to anything. So we're unlikely to get clear guidance from the ECB this week uh, in terms of expectations around or the timing of any rate hikes uh, from the central bank there. So that's in terms of scheduled events. Really, the key one is uh, the European Central Bank meeting on Thursday. Uh, but overall, what we saw last week and what we're likely to see again this week, given how the week has started. Uh, market sentiment and just general market reaction is hypersensitive uh, to developments in relation to Ukraine, uh, and that's likely to persist over the coming days. And because of that, you know, volatility and, and heightened levels of volatility and, and sharp swings across a range of asset markets, including currency markets, could continue to be a feature over the coming days. Thanks, John. There's considerably heightened volatility currently from both the foreign exchange and interest rate perspective. For anyone wishing to discuss this further, we've included the relevant contact details for the Treasury teams within the episode's description. John, finally, thank you for your insights and thanks also to our customers for listening in. To stay up to date with the markets, please press the subscribe button to AAB's Market Talk wherever you get your podcasts. Talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening to the latest edition of AIB Market Talk. Allied Irish Bank's PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. First Trust Bank is a trademark of AIB Group UK PLC, authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority. Allied Irish Bank GB and Allied Irish Bank GB Savings Direct are trademarks used under licence by AIB Group UK PLC, authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority.